this week on Kiki in a Cup. We're back, bitches. Oh my god, and we look fine. Someone's been working out. Oh, I'm Orange Theory, baby. Sorry about that. Uh, politics are crazy, and you live here. <laughs> <laughs> Felicity regales us with her tales of trauma from the summer. And we have a surprise guest. Mm-hmm. Television is coming back, and so are us. We got Melissa went to her movie premiere of Hello Again by Michael John Michael Laclusa. All that and more on this month's episode of Kiki in a Cup. Bye. Bye. You get your shit together, Aaron. Shit together. Get it together. <laughs> oh my God, it's been months. We're not talking. We've broken up. Mom and Dad took a break for a little bit. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. Is it better? Yeah. We need to get a sandbag. That's what, hold on. I haven't been called sandbag since I was a student. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my hair. Oh man. My clothes are all too big. I need to do a fix on my hair. Look at my shirt. These are in my new shorts this summer. I mean, times are hard. Wow. You've been doing those classes? Orange Theory! With Brit? Brit Marie. All right, let's do the thing. Kiki in a cup. Kiki in a cup, motherfucker. Reunited. Hi, welcome Hi. to Kiki in a cup. I'm Melissa Young. I'm Aaron Benham. We had to take the summer off because we were both too busy being famous. Shay, we were famous. We were so famous we developed a Shay Sylvester. That's not an attractive thing to hear in your ear. I apologize. But yeah, we took the summer off. Just like all real television programs. We like were on hiatus. We were on hiatus, like The Walking Dead. Like um, like Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Like like Mad Men. Mad Men. <laughs> just so we're clear, Mad Men's been done for a few, <laughs> just like a couple years there. We were on hiatus. Like Will and Grace was like on Will hiatus. and Grace was on hiatus for eleven years. Yes. No, it was a little more than. Was it eleven? I think it's eleven. Okay, they the last when episode the was air? the year I graduated. So it was 2006. From, from high school or college? College. Thank God. I was just about to like have a conniption and be like, what? So 17 minus 6 is 11. 11. Oh, my God. Look, I did math. <laughs> you did math. The so, tongue pop has come a long way, folks. It has. He practices all on his own. Um, the most important thing is happening this week. Will and Grace returns to NBC Yo. at 9 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. <sighs> Central Standard Time. I can't help you with Pacific Time. Yeah, that's... Some people say it's specific time. Specifically. We don't know what time that is. But anyway. Uh, I never thought this day would come. I dreamed. I dreamed about maybe a reunion episode. I did, too. Like, we were going to have a reunion. Yeah. Oh, my God. But Will and Grace are coming back. Oh, and now it's on Hulu, and so I just fall asleep I to mean, Karen Walker's oh my God. dulcet tones. <laughs> it's so fantastic. Night. I've been watching the first season. It's such a different world that we like. Even it's a different world from when Will and Grace started. Like cell I mean, phones were just a new thing in '98 when it came on the television. There's grinders. There's the grind hours. There's there's the tinders. There's tinders. There's what's the one for bears? Scruff? Scruff. Bumbles. Bumble gumbles. There's one for lesbians called Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my, my mic is just. I know it is going down. Aww. Here, give me one second. I'll we just it. have to do it. Aaron's microphone is going down like 
A small twink on a Wednesday night at the back of Roscoe's. Going down. No, I just, I, I mean, I can't wait. Yeah, I I'm so excited. Well, and the thing is, is uh, who is it? Maybe it was the New York Times already had a review. And the New York Times said, um, it's as funny, it's more funny than you wanted it to be. Yeah. And I was like, my God, <sighs> my God. My God. My God, it's happening. My God. Well, I started watching it. So because uh, so in honor of that, finally NBC released it for streaming. Finally, it's happened to me. Right in front of my face. And my eyes can't deny it. Meeting the Hulu, the TV streaming of my dreams. Anyway, so um thanks, CC so Pennington. It's a big week. It's a big week all around. It's a big week all around. It's the TV um, shows they're coming back. Everything's coming back. Thank God. Uh, except for Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is done for like two years. Then um, it'll come back with the finale. Star Trek is back. Oh my God. I watched the new Star Trek last night. Oh, was it last night? Yeah. So oh, the damn. new so Star Trek that. Discovery. Was it good? It was real good. Yeah? I was Wait, do you have to pay for it? I, you have to ha- subscribe to CBS All Access. Which, because of Big Brother, we still oh, have. Yeah. Okay, so that's um, the only show I watch on CBS. Yeah, but see, the I good news watch. about CBS Access is you can um, do it for like a month. Oh. Or like, like so maybe like wait till next month when they're all out, when they've all been released. And then, and then pay for the month, which I think is like 10 bucks, and then just watch them all. All right. Or maybe you can buy them. I don't know if it is cheaper to buy them on the iTunes, but then you own them. iTunes. And then you can watch them whenever. Good well, commercial free. Okay, so this is the future. What's the future? They're all, they're all going to have their own channel. Disney is going to have its own streaming service. I think so too. Uh, I think this is where we're headed. You know, FX. And then I will do that and happily. MTV because people still watch MTV. Cable. But uh, I want MTV to be music television again. No, I get I that. That's what YouTube mainly <laughs> is. Is music television, but I love music videos. I do too. I love them. Remember when Genie in a Bottle came out? I do. I remember when Express Yourself came out. Uh, uh. Video killed the radio star. <laughs> or did MTV producing reality television kill the radio star in my mind and in my car? Yes. Wait. Never mind. What were you trying to figure out? Unbreak my heart. There, Unbreak I couldn't hear my head. My heart. Heart. Love me again. And she's standing there in front of this orchestra with the big pro. <laughs> yeah, Tony um, Braxton. She was a star. So MTV's coming back. No. Yes, it's not coming back. Do you know what? That um, the original VJs. Those are DJs that played videos Remember? for the kids, Never the millennials. Forget. We'll have to have a millennial discussion today, too. <laughs> um, for the millennials, that's... Are you technically a millennial? 83. So are you a Gen X or a Gen Y? I don't know. You're Gen Y. I think I'm cuspy. XY. So you're Gen Y. Because when does Gen X start? Gen X is me. So Gen Y... And you're a decade younger than I am. <laughs> I think. Right? I'm 34. Oh, so you're nine years younger. Calm Yay. down, everybody. Calm down. It's not a decade. <laughs> but I act like I'm 28. Well, you're a Barbie so. girl. I'm a Barbie girl. I have a shirt that says Barbie. I have a shirt that has a My Little Pony on it, and it says Free Pony Rides. It does, and it has a collar, because Aaron has to wear a collared oh my God. shirt right now. I went to Touche. 
the other night. What's touche? It's the bar. Oh, that's the gay right bar and ra- it's the leather bar. Uh, yeah, it's right off of Jack Hanlon. Yes. There's a back room. I checked it out. I did not go back there. Mm. I was with mm-hmm. someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a guy in a full leather latex? suit. Latex. Oh, leather. Leather. Okay. You kind of like but just so we're clear. It's American like, Horror Story. It's 92 degrees in Chicago yesterday. Yeah, he was sweating like a bitch. He had on a leather horse head. What? It was beautiful. <gasps> it was a full horse head with a mane. Oh my god! And eye holes, so we could see. And he was walking around like a horse. Can straight people start doing this? Because I'd be into it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get your catwoman suit out back? You're gonna. To go which, like, you know, there's like some kink. There's all these. I know of these kink clubs in L.A., but I don't know about any like straight people kink clubs here. I mean, I think they're on the sly. You got. They're get, on the down you gotta, like, low. The you password is Fidelio. You understand that now I'm going to get all these emails that are like, girl, if you and Rob want to come you check out come. the crank. I'm just more okay. curious. When I'm a I, boy um, I was on Grinder. This was a couple of years ago. And I got this message. Uh, and he was, whoever it was, was explaining how he's a part of this society. <gasps> and they just meet and have orgies. <gasps> what? Yeah. And all you had to do was get a sponsor. Oh. <gasps> Well, so he was like, hey, dude, I'm going to sponsor you. Yeah, you got to prove that you're STD and other yeah, free. things free. Yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. And then you could just, whenever, <gasps> whatever's in your city, they would hook you up with it. It was like like no. an agent for orgies or something. That is untrue. I mean, I thought about it. That would might be. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think everyone Who should try it. Who doesn't like a good it. orgy? Th- everybody should try it just once. I mean. Just once. What are you going to, you're going to go through your whole life saying I was never in a sick sum. I mean, I never was in a gangbang. Never just, got bukkake It didn't happen for me. These are wonderful topics that I'm my, we're on this my mom would so really. TV. So this guy, no, no, let's go back to the touche leather, the horsey daddy. Yeah. So then here's the question. So is he looking for people to ride him? Does that make him a bottom? Uh, I don't know. He was there with, so his. So did he have like one of those locks around his neck, which I means mean, he's he had, taken? No, he did not. Okay. Although I do know a guy that has that. Me too. Um, it's probably the same, same guy. guy. Yeah. Uh, but this guy, he was with a friend who was also in all like orange leather. Oh my God, do it. Orange leather. Um, I don't know what that world is about. So the orange leather individual, do you think he shunned because he chose or a non-practical? Maybe it, it was, was very latex. Shiny. It was shiny. So the latex and so the leather world, they are very closely adjacent. Mm-hmm. They're, they're friends. It's all really sweaty to kind me. Kind of cry. It is sweaty. I'm sweating thinking about it. I got yeah. tipped up right now. Like it's like, uh, it makes me sticky and not in a good way. Sticky. A leather wearing daddy. Come on, ride this pony. Giddy up, mother father. Put on these pants I had to do a little dance Scooching up the ride Oh, that leather got a bite I'm gonna put on some leather pants Shit, is that some ants? No, it's leather gripping on my hair Should've shaved my thigh choice when I look in my mind's eye oh it's hot in here 
seven degrees in my pants. There's no ventilation in leather. Come on now, Mr. Horse. It doesn't come off, it's painful. Leather. Oh, daddy, you got on your leather. That's why your arms are so together. Strong as a motherfucking daddy of leather. But it's not coming off, it's, it's, it's stuck. Wow. Yeah. That immediate was classic. Immediate classic. We rocked that. I think that song is going to be a memorable tune that both of our our families, our familia. Stay tuned for the Kiki and a Cup songbook. <laughs> Kiki and a Cup songbook <laughs> featuring. Bringing back Cheyenne Jackson's thighs. thighs. Oh my God. Uh, what was one about? You were like in a car racing to an audition. Yes. <laughs> and I was like warming up. Oh, I was like a 24 year old being and like, it was a full on like eh, disco. Horrible. <laughs> it was super disco. Yeah, we should bring back the Kikina. Maybe that would be an episode Disco's we could do. Disco's my go to. I don't yeah, know if you noticed that. I did, but it's okay. It's in your I'm jeans. Not ashamed. I'm not apologizing. No, you don't have to. Um, but, you. but do you know what we should talk about? What? I went to a movie premiere last week. <gasps> How was ah! it? The Reeling LGBT Film Festival started last week here in Chicago at the Music Box Theater with the premiere of Michael Jean Lacourse. Hello again. Starring like everybody. So legit. I went into it knowing that Martha Plimpton was in it, and knowing that Audrey McDonald was in it. No one told me of the treat that was. Cheyenne Jackson. You didn't know that? I didn't Cheyenne was in it. Oh my god! I tr- so was when he I'm there? no, he wasn't. But I get really excited about um, like things like that, and like I then I try to I, I learn I get this from my husband. Like I legit try to like shut out everything about it and not look up anything about it. Don't look up like I saw the picture of Audra and the picture of Martha, and I'm like, that's all I'm gonna learn about it. I'm gonna uh-huh. walk away because I know I know hello again. Yeah. And so I was like, which is what you were just playing. Yeah. But Jenna Obranovich, Obranovich, Obranowitz. She was from Glee. Ushkovitz. Ushkovitz. I, I don't, don't ask me to talk about things. So Aaron's like, close. Uh, I was adjacent, just like the leather and latex Ushkovitz family. adjacent? I was adjacent. Ushkovitz adjacent. But she was in it. She was the nurse. She was the nurse. Yes. Song. I do too. I think that's I the best one. I, I think the nurse song. Was Michael John there? No, he wasn't. Oh. But the director was there and the screenwriter was there and Jenna was there. <gasps> and, um, the guy who was, oh, God, I don't know his name. I'm going to have to look it up. No, he's the guy from Pretty Little Liars, Tyler Blackburn. He's on. He's from Pretty Little Liars, who he was there, too. So anyway, yeah, Tyler Blackburn. I, you have to look up this guy. He's super hot. So he was Caleb on Pretty Little Liars for seven seasons, uh-huh. a television show that, yes, Rob and I partook on, that was on the formal uh, Disney Channel. Not Disney Channel. Oh, ABC Family, and then ABC Family became Freeform, so it closed oh, on Freeform. Awesome. But yes, and TR Knight was in it. Ooh, yes. Um, and Rumor Willis. Can we have a moment for Rumor Willis? Let's have a minute. I appreciate her. I do too. And I think her voice is lovely. I got to see her in the John Hughes um, touring cabaret show right after her stint on Dancing with People's, uh, People with Questionable Notoriety. I mean, Dancing with the Stars. Um, but yeah, but here's the thing about Rumor Willis. She's got her dad's face. Isn't that unfortunate? Because I find her very beautiful. 
But I'm always like, God, does she look like Bruce Willis? Like, it's so hard for me not to see Bruce Willis when I look at her. But Martha Plimpton, T.R. Knight, Tyler Blackburn, Jenna Urshkovitz. Urshkovitz. I got it right. Nolan Gerald Funk. Sam Underwood, who was delicious. Um, uh, uh, Lil invited me to go with her. Yes. But I couldn't because I had the rule to... Which makes me sad. Um, but it was a good movie. Yeah. And Cheyenne Chicksa. Do you know the show? Of course I know that show. So it's based on it? La Ronde, which came out. Uh, the, the, the theatrical piece La Ronde, which there are lots and lots of um, adaptations of La Ronde, but Hello Again is great. So those of you who don't know La Ronde and don't know Hello Again, mm-hmm. it starts with one person having sex with another person. And then the one person from that sex goes on to have sex with another person who that and so then so on and so on and so on until they come back around to the the last person coming back around being with the first person. So that's the basics. The veritable sliding doors of of semen. But yeah, there's lots of freaking sex. And um I got to watch Tyler Blackburn give it to Cheyenne Jackson. And I I can't say and then stop for a minute. It's Cheyenne Jackson and Audrey McDonald. No way. I can't even. So like the babies they would have. Yes, and it's not fair, and it's not right because the rest of us would have to walk the earth with their freaking children. So anyway, Cheyenne. Not only does Cheyenne, you know, get to pound town with Audrey McDonald because that's the classiest way to say that in this beautiful piece of art. Um, <laughs> he has some lunch. <gasps> he has some lunch. On Audrey McDonald? I died. I'm still dead. I can't believe I said that. Wait, I want to see. I want to die. So, okay, here's the other thing that we learned. So this was just a film festival release, but the thing that they told us, actually then they had the talk back afterwards, and of course we stayed for the talk back, like good uh, filmophile, uh, cinephiles. Um, they got a they got a they got a release. They got a cinematic release. So uh-huh. they're going to be coming to theater. So when it comes Yay. out, I'm happy to go see it again. Because uh, say what I love the music box theater, but the sound at the music box for a musical was maybe not the best choice. Yeah, not the best choice. But yeah, so favorite parts just right off the top were Jenna mm-hmm. as the nurse. Yeah, as such a great song. It, like the second the crazy song. nurse. Yeah, right? the crazy nurse who ties up the kid and yeah. like all that. Yes. So that was amazing. I loved Rumor Willis and TR Knight together. Who like, sings Tom? Um, which what song is that? Um, one year ago. That's Rumor Willis. Oh yeah. Yeah, in the oh, back. That's it my was favorite be- song. That, that was the, it's one of my favorite theater songs. I thought ever, it was actually. really beautiful. Yeah, and so I can't remember my husband's face. Yeah, that song. Yeah, it was Rumor Willis. She was so good. Um, and then of course, anything Cheyenne and Audrey did, <gasps> and Martha Plimpton. So oh. those were my favorite. No, I, I have to say it was. I can't say. It was great. I still have a hard time with the beginning of that show, that opening song. I, it's not my favorite. Oh, again. Well, yeah. and they made the Leo. Uh, it's supposed to be a woman who's the prostitute. Right, and it's they made it a man. It's not, but it's a man dressed as a woman, um, and it's fantastic. In drag, yeah, it's oh, really man. lovely. Because oh. it's funny, because Rob afterwards, Rob was like. I said, I said, I didn't know that it was him in the beginning. I said, I, I didn't know, because like I said, I didn't know anything going in. Sorry about it. Spoiler alert. Um, and Rob's like, oh, yeah, I knew it was a dude. <laughs> it's like, it's one of the most hetero thing that you've said in a long time, my husband. That's toads a dude. I knew that was a dude. Anyway. We, need, we need some 
straight heterosexuality around here somewhere. Yeah, it was really nice. It was um, so great, well, though. So this but is yeah. a good segue into what we're doing in our lives because, Whoa. well, because I'm working on a show by Michael John Lacusa right you now. You are. I am. Say segue. What are you doing uh, right now, well, Aaron Benham? So I guess, uh, as we said, Melissa and so I took a break because. We Aaron, both were a little dumb. Busy. I did the Nance all summer, yeah. and it just extended and extended, and I'm super famous. Yeah. I can't walk the streets. It's hard. Erin? Everyone saw her titties. They did. In a corset. Calm in a down. Corset. No nips. I was ready just, to... Just a little bit I of was ready to show my <laughs> nips, but it just didn't work out that way. Um, but no, I'm working... I'm music directing a uh, production of Marie Christine. <gasps> hey, Marie Christine. Which is, has a score and a book. Actually, it's all written by Michael John Lacuse. So he wrote the whole wrote thing. Hello again. Yes. Yeah. He uh, also wrote one of the versions of Wild Party. Wild Party. Yeah. He wrote the My favorite Giant, version. which is yes. a fantastic score. Yes. And we've been rehearsing for a couple weeks now, mm-hmm. and it's fucking hard. Yeah. Oof. His music is not simple. Rain bleeding out the ear. Um, but yeah, like he's he's uh, Michael John Lacuse is amazing. <laughs> he, I mean, the, the score <laughs> is. I mean, it's outstanding. Yeah. It's borderline opera. Yeah, it's that's hard. what I like about his complicated stuff. Complicated stuff. Well, and I feel like so w- talking about "Hello Again" and, and the nurses' song. There's the part like while they're you know climaxing, yeah. the climaxing. They're, they're having the climaxing the moment. Climax. The climax of the song. I loved watching all the people climax on Cinemax when I was a child. They just throw the climax on the Cinemax. Um, but the, the, ooh, like these crazy half steps and then a couple jumps yeah, down yeah. and ooze. It's so. His stuff is weird good. and beautiful and good. Mentally challenging and well, and it's also vocally. It's hard to sing. It's hard to wrap your. You have to, like you have to have an open mind well, to be able so, to sing it. One of the reasons why the music is so intense for the show is because it's a retelling of Medea. <gasps> Medea, but set in New Orleans at the turn of the century. Yes. So there's a lot of voodoo. Oh God, uh, I'm into it. And then it. it moves to Chicago for Act Two. There's a lot of like, into it. Dark politics. Into and all it. That. It's a very dark show. You're you're not gonna leave. You're gonna want to drink. You're gonna want to. You're gonna want. You're gonna want to either binge West Wing, which is what I'm currently <laughs> doing to feel better about myself. Comfort food. <laughs> I'm comfort. I'm comfort binge television right now with Will and Grace and, and uh. West Wing. But yeah, that sounds great. So when does that open? Uh, that opens first preview starts October 21st. It's oh my god, be so soon. Theater wet. Theater what? Um, but then in the more immediate future, uh-huh. a show that I wrote. <gasps> what? We begin previews two days from now, so this Wednesday, the 27th. Wednesday, the 27th of September at uh, Stage Seven. Seven three, bewildered, bewildered with Helena Handbag Productions. Yes, which you wrote. Uh, you wrote the lyrics and I, the, the music, and I co-wrote lyrics and co-wrote lyrics with Mr. Ron Weaver, who wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Who's a lovely, cuddly gentleman. He's great. And rolled Helena around Helena in Handbag his hug. Is wonderful, and mm-hmm. it's it's a it's um it's basically a blown up episode of Bewitched. <gasps> Bewitched. Da-da, Bewitched. That's I dream of genie. Sorry. Bewitched. Bewitched. They were close. Yeah. I think those theme songs were probably written by the same person. They were. If we're just thinking out loud. But yeah, this show's called Bewildered. I'm bewildered. And bewildered, rather than being from Samantha and Darren's point of view, right? Is from the point of view of Gladys, the nosy next door neighbor. Gladys Kravitz, right? Kravitz, Kravitz. The costumes are beautiful. I can't wait. Who did the costumes? Do you remember? I don't so the costumes <laughs> are beautiful. Come check the it out. The makeup's great. Like 
so Endora is played by David Serta, who's the, the artistic director of the company. And also in the LGBTQ Hall of Fame here he in is. Chicago. He looks he looks like actors. I'm ex- I'm dying. It's stunning. I can't wait. Yeah, I ca- I'm gonna go. And the way we do magic is really creative. I think yes, because you know we don't have actual magic. No, everything's magic. It's theater. Theater magic. And theater magic. Okay, so guys. that's going on in my yeah, life right now. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm doing so double duty, two shows. Aaron was stupid. I haven't busy. really been sleeping lately, but that's no. fine. Um, I have. The return of Say You Love Me, Fleetwood yes. Mac. Um, but this time what we're doing, it's we're uh, that's myself, uh, Julia Merchant, my brother from another mother, Scott Simon on drums, and Mr. Dan Riley, and of course the charming Mr. Nick Sula on piano, being all like very bite the lip sexy. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, we are celebrating, that's our my Fleetwood Mac Cabaret Show group, and uh, what we're doing this time around, uh, this year celebrates the 40th anniversary of one of the best-selling, highest rock and roll albums of all time, Rumors. rumors. So we're doing Rumors Even from top to tail. Yeah. We're doing Rumors from top to tail, and just so we're clear, we just don't sing two of the songs right now, so we just have to learn two new songs. Um, but anyway, we're doing to everything from Rumors, and then we'll do, because Rumors itself is only 40 minutes long, we will do 20 minutes of the stuff that you guys have come to love from us at Say You Love Me. We'll do some of the greatest hits that you all love. So don't worry. <laughs> when is that? That is November 17th, 18th, and 19th at Davenport's Piano Bar and Cabaret. Friday. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm pretty sure. Sunday evening? I think so, yeah. Yay! We do, uh, yeah, we're that whole freaking weekend. Jeez. Yeah. So it's uh, 8 o'clock on Friday and Saturday and 7 o'clock on Sunday. It's really great. I saw the other one. Oh, my God. I had such a great time. Oh, my God. It's so fun. This Fleetwood Mac show is a fun show because we all love Fleetwood Mac. harmonies. The harmonies are really crazy. Like, it's really funny because when you think about it, you don't really think about Stevie Nicks. I mean, her voice is tremendous, and it's still great. I got to see her at Ravinia this summer. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, you don't think about the harmonies that they're doing, but there are five people singing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Most of the time. So Dan, Julie, and I are singing, and then Nick and Scott sing as well. And it's a pain in the butt, but it's fun. It's a pain. Let me tell you what, how much pain in the butt it is to get five people in who the have room. in the room together who have very different lives and very different schedules. Mm-hmm. But trust me, it'll be fabulous. And um, Aaron and I are going to, now that he's maybe done working, but we'll be working on... We're going to work on some stuff. We're going to work on some stuff. We keep promising that there will be a video part of the Kiki. We have big dreams. We want fame. Well, fame costs, Aaron. Fame fame has a price. Right here is where you start praying in sweat. Fame! So that's what's going on. I'm going to live forever. Um, I'm going to learn how to fly. Hi. So that's where we've been. So that's where we've been. Life. And now, and now, I guess should we, talk about we should talk about 45. Uh, what's happening in the world? Give us some dramatic music. Okay, so it's legit September, nearly October. He's still in office. Well, we are almost at war, so um, so didn't take him a year. <laughs> so our president, flipping and idiotic as he is, goes to the UN and is like, you know, they're gonna goes, pay the price. You guys are great, but you're awful. But you're awful. I hate you. So he insults all of our allies, insults our allies, and then is like North Korea, brah, and pretty much kind of. Declared war on Basically. North Korea. And um, let me just grab my iPad. 
North Korea's foreign minister said today that President 45 had declared war on North Korea and that uh, that reserves that North Korea reserves the right to take countermeasures, including shooting down U.S. bombers, even if they are not in its airspace. Just take that in. Shooting down U.S. bombers, even if they're not in North Korea's airspace. The whole world should clearly remember it was the U.S. who first declared war on our country, Foreign Minister Ri Yong-ho told reporters in New York. Since the United States declared war on our country, we will have every right to make countermeasures, including the right to shoot down U.S. strategic bombers, even when they're not inside our airspace border of our country, Ri said. The question of who won't be around much longer will be answered then, Ri said, in a direct reference to a Twitter post by Trump on Saturday. You guys, uh, North Korea just said war. You know what I mean? And it's funny because this Saturday there was a guy that was predicting our planet was going to collide with another planet. There were people that were um, predicting that we were going to have the rapture. So that was kind of the big joke Saturday morning was that, you know, if you oh, woke up. Oh, that Saturday? Yeah, so if you woke up on September, whatever it was, was it 20-something, this Sunday, it was Saturday, everyone's like, oh, I guess I didn't get raptured. But Maybe next good. time. I get to, like, hang out with Jesus when he comes back and, like, fight the Antichrist. It's real exciting. So, I mean, on, in a way, you're chosen either I way. Mean, Aren't you chosen either way? It kind of came way? true because the two yeah. worlds colliding or whatever. Right. So then the guy who said that the two worlds were going to collide he like took it back and he said no i'm just saying that the world is going to be different than you've ever it's going to be a world that we've never known well i think uh the fact that north we're going to be at war with north korea and a lot of us i mean i haven't had like a war on u.s soil ever we haven't had a war on U.S. soil except since World War II with Pearl Harbor in oh, Hawaii. Right. I know everyone's like, Hawaii? What are you talking about? I'm like, no. War of 1812, uh, I Hawaii. think. We were yeah. kind of invaded. <laughs> yeah, and the Civil War, obviously, yeah. um, which was at the end there of the, you know, well, uh, the slavery I mean, and such. I don't think North Korea is big enough to ever actually invade us, and they don't well, really have Rob, any allies well, that would. They don't, and Rob was saying that he, while they might have all the parts to make a long-range missile, they don't have the pieces to put them together, um, is, is intelligence understanding. Well, the, um, I think the thing yeah. is they would attack our allies. Yeah, so they would go Japan after China and South J- Korea and Japan. My worry is that North Korea could ally with China and Russia. Uh, well, because they're nearby, guys. They're right over there. I don't think they would be that dumb. I well, don't, I don't know, but here's the thing. Like, I don't know that China would, because China's I mean, like, mm, we're so really we have, rich. Sorry. We have a leader over here and a leader over here. They're basically the same the kind same. of person. Yeah. That they don't communicate no. well no. with anybody, especially with each other. And they got a lot of bombs. Right. So. And it's hard because this is happening. Um, wonderful things happened this weekend at the NFL. Like lots yeah. of people like all took a knee to in support of or against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when the national anthem was happening, they need rather than stand. This Pittsburgh Steelers didn't come out at all for the national anthem in support. So that's all like kind of magical that this organization that primarily is not necessarily supportive mm-hmm. of liberal ideas and actually, you know, I don't know. I have feelings about the NFL hmm. uh, where we promote people who beat their wives and rape people. Anyway, but, but they're getting better. But her emails. No, anyway, her emails, Benghazi. Um, we'll get to that in a second. So then, uh, so they took the knee and there's all these pictures of like 
you know, professional football players kneeling at the national anthem. And of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers, come on, black and gold. They did not even show, they didn't even come I out of the locker room. One guy, one came, guy out, came out. But he was a vet or yeah. something. He, he, was a, he wanted to show he respect. He wanted to show to respect because he so. was a vet. So I don't know. I found it very wonderful. And there was um, a World War II vet who was 97 who took a knee at one of the NFL games yeah. in support, which I'm like, wow, that's crazy because World War II was not. Not anything. I mean, all of this, guess where all of this started? Twitter. Twitter. It all started with Twitter. When your president can do whatever the hell he wants on Twitter. It's crazy that in 140 characters or less, he's... I guarantee you no one knew that he was going to unofficially... I know. ...tempt... North Korea. North Korea. Yeah. yeah, like so he's insulting them and insulting our allies and then goes on Twitter and he's like, weekend bomb everybody. We're yeah. a superpower. Um, so I've been watching that uh, the Vietnam documentary oh, yes. on PBS. It's really wonderful. Is it? And and then I listened to Fresh Air and she was interviewing Ken Burns and Lynn Novick and and Terry he, Gross. Terry Gross. Mm. God bless Terry Gross. She's everything. But he was saying, you know, his, not everyone learns from history. You can't expect people to learn from history. Yes. Which is clearly going on right now. Right. Because we got a president that just pretends that yesterday never happened. Well, and it's, Every day. And I spent a great deal of time, especially on this show, comparing him to Richard Nixon. And I actually got a lot of people saying, stop insulting Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, it's true, true. They're like, you know, Richard Dixon was paranoid. He hated the press. Like, all of this is happening again. Yeah. But, you know, so what we need to see, and so it looks like I saw somebody say online about um, how it does look like, okay, we know that the Russians definitely, um, not collided, coerced, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they meddled. They meddled into our election, for yeah. sure. Like, that's been proven. They, they put out false yeah. information yeah. that and s- many people... Believed. And believed, it caused They us, wanted to believe. Right. And so that has definitely... That's definitely been proven now um, by the committee that's doing all... Looking into all of it, mm-hmm. um, which my congressman is a part of, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited about, because I've met him in whatever, Mr. Mr. Congressman Derb- Mike, Mike Quigley. Derb- Quigley. Mike, Mr. Mike Quigley, who always looks like he's so exhausted, because I think he's like the hardest working congressman, because he's always like, yeah. So I saw him on WGN, and he's got like his hands on his hip, like sitting at the table. He's kind of hunched over, and his his hair's kind of messy. And he's like, "Yeah, so it looks like we do have that evidence." Just shows that you're working hard. And uh, yeah, so that's real. And now Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of figuring out when the when the president knew, because everybody else knew it was happening. And so, oh, and by the way, Jared, you know, he went to Jared Kushner, Jared. Um, he used a private email yeah. server this week. Yeah. He used private email to do White House business. Oh, and so did like five other staffers, but her emails and Benghazi people. Anyway, oh, and the Republicans, wait a minute, I'm sorry. The Republicans have a bill again. They're trying to gut the Affordable Care Out yet again with something called the Graham-Cassidy bill. Mm-hmm. which um, Mitch McConnell hopes to get on the Senate floor. They've made some changes. They have to get there by Friday. By Friday. And so, so uh, the Republicans' last-ditch, as the Republican Party's last-ditch effort to repeal Obamacare hangs by a thread, a revised version of the Graham-Cassidy bill was circulated to the Senate today. Um, with these new changes, the tax are, uh, there's some tasks ahead that's daunting. GOP Senators Rand Paul, everybody's favorite, <laughs> and John McCain have already publicly opposed the bill. Like, this is how crazy it is, is that Rand Paul is out there going, no, y'all, this is shit. 
And leadership can't afford to lose one more Republican. So anyway, plenty of others, including Lisa Murawski of Alaska and Susan Collins of Maine, have made their deep reservations known as well. So that's the good news is that there are many members of the Republican Party so, who are like, I'm. Re she finds it so. Um, Collins, Susan Collins from Maine said, "I found it very difficult to envision getting a yes from me." <laughs> so actually, what they're doing it. So the what what this bill does is it actually gives states their own... Right, Affordable Care Act, yeah. basically. But it actually gives money to red states. Right. It takes away money from states Blue like states. Illinois, yeah. which has... More people. Yeah, which... We have more people. Which, yes. We have more people. It's infuriating, and there's nothing we can do about it because of the fucking the way that it was built. Yes. That gives every state equal footing, even though some states... Have, have more people. Way more people. We have more people. So some I I read somewhere that people are moving more towards cities right now. Yes. And so in like five years, fifteen states will have seventy percent of the population, but only thirty senators. Yes. And the other seventy yes. percent of the country mm -hmm. or no. Yeah, the other thirty percent of the country will have seventy senators just because of the way it's spread out. Yeah. And Let's that's not equal representation let's, at all. Let's dip a toe into gerrymandering. Let's just dip a toe. Dip a toe. Dip a toe. Dip a toe. Um, and within those states that are heavily populated, like our state, they're gerrymandered so that like parts of our state that are super red are chunked into districts with tons of blue people. So that way, that district looks like it can go red. So like. It's so fascinating. My husband posted a, a graphic about how gerrymandering is done, but it's calculated so that way they make sure that they'll put a bunch of red into one district and then make sure they get just a little bit of blue. And then they'll try to do it again where they'll make each district more red. And that's how Jerry, that's basically what's going on with gerrymandering is things are not like they're crawling these crazy lines mm -hmm. for districts so that way there's more red in a district rather than just like, Hey, Chicago, Illinois is a district, or Cook County is a mm -hmm. district, a very blue freaking district. So Cook County is like lumped in with part of Lake County, mm -hmm. and somehow like they're trying to make Chicago go red. Like it's ridiculous. Gerrymandering is ridiculous, and we need to redraw the map. We also need to get money out of fucking politics, campaign finance reform. Like it's ridiculous when you think about it. Can you tell I've been watching West Wing? Um, because they're dealing with us on West Wing right now. But the idea that like Blue Cross Blue Shield can give millions of dollars to the Republican and it can also give millions of dollars to the Democrat or can give to both equally. But it's the idea that like just spend that money on freaking advertising. Yeah. You know, like stop stop using your money in politics. Stop it. Stop it. It's just well. So um yeah. Nothing surprising anymore. But yeah. It's we're kind of in this really horrible what we need is someone to get we need people to get elected who aren't concerned with getting reelected that's the thing it's my big my, my big problem limits. we need to have limits president can only serve two terms right i would love to have term limits in the senate and the, the thing about the senate and congress is it takes time to get clout in the senate and the congress mm -hmm. so like tammy duckworth who's our new senator um, she took Mark Kirk's place, who took Senator Obama's place, who then became President Obama. Mm -hmm. um, you, she's like a junior senator. Mm -hmm. So that means that like people she's ain't going to sponsor her bill. Nobody's going to sit with her in a cafeteria. Mm -hmm. She's like, <laughs> she's oh like the freshman. <laughs> Can you imagine all those senators 
there's the plastics over there. Right. You know, it's Dick Durbin it's is Ted the king Cruz and, the, and Lindsay Graham. Yes. You can't sit with us. And Dick Durbin. You can't we sit with us. We wear pink on Tuesdays. Like, even Dick Durbin's aide that I got to talk to in Washington is a total douche. Like, he's an asshole, the guy that we talked to. He was very much like, yeah, I'm clearly wasting my time. He was just such a, he didn't say that, but he, like, talked down to us the whole time. It was just very, sh- I'm like, really, dude? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? You know who I am? Calm down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trash your name. His name was Brad. Hey, and Brad. he was a jerk. And he's, like, Dick Durbin's main aide or whatever. He's policy advisor. So whatever, he was a jerk, but Dick Durbin's a very senior member of the Senate, and he has a lot of power. So the mm-hmm. good news for those of us on the liberal side of things, hi, I'm on the liberal side. <laughs> um, they. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi, over there. Hey, Have it, fun with your punch. Yeah. But he, he is like stupid liberal, so it's okay. You know? I mean, well. But Tammy is amazing, but she left the Congress where she was... Not a junior, but not like senior in the Congress, but but Mike Quigley, my congressman, who's exhausted and always has his hand on his hip and looks like he's about to pass out, he's a more senior member of the of Congress. So it is hard because there is that kind of hierarchy within the Congress and the Senate mm-hmm. in both houses. So if you put term limits, I think it's got to be like every five or six or something. Yeah, it's got to be like five or six terms. Well, I mean, you know, if I ran the world, blah blah. blah but Who runs the world? Aaron. Who runs the world? Aaron. Wouldn't we all love that? Oh my god, we would have so many Oreos. We would all be just eating cookies all day and watching and binging Will and Grace, watching porn. Oh my god, and porn. Yeah. And this is us, which we got to talk about. Oh, we do have to talk about. I've been watching it. Oh, so have you w- watching the first season? I'm halfway through the first. Oh season. Oh my god, it's crazy. So let's see. Is there anything else political we want to talk about? Um. So hey, um. Wait. Uh, uh. Wait. Yeah. Something um, else was happening. Something's happening. Is it? Um, um, was it about? Was um, it? Is was it, it about? Um, um. Bills. Oh, health. Wait, we did healthcare. We did healthcare. We should have written this down. We should have written. Wait, it down. did you research something? I did. I just read it. Oh, I thought you were asking me about Perez Hilton earlier. Oh, oh, oh. That, that's <laughs> What does he have to do with anything? We'll get into entertainment in a second. Uh, people are... We can't... Let's move to entertainment. Yay! Yay! Do we need... Maybe. So, should we kick her off? But we should tell everybody what happened this summer. Oh, my God. It's the tragic tale of Felicity. Felicity. Well, but it ended in joy. It did end in joy. And love. Here, hold on one prosperity. moment. Hold one moment. Okay. So, big things happened here this summer. You have no idea. You guys don't even know. So Felicity took a trip to be backstage with us at the Nance this summer, and things got a little rough, mm. and they had to arrest her. Traumatizing. They had to arrest her because she was she was being a, a mess. A mess backstage. She was like, and we were trying to do a show, so they had to arrest Falling her. Falling into costumes. And they were, and they were like, they took her arms and put them behind her back, and we all of a sudden heard a... And then suddenly her one arm was super loosey-goosey, just kind of hanging on by one little piece of elastic. Uh, she came with Aaron and I that evening to do Kiki and a Cup Live, which we did a couple times this summer. Oh, we probably have checks at Davenport's. I'll go by tonight and grab we them. We got money! Yeah. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> so her arm was hanging on by a thread, and then we took her home, and I pulled her out of the bag, and as I was pulling her out of the bag, there was a... And the rest, her arm came completely off. Poor girl. Lost an arm. The elastic. Out of a socket. It was a trying time for me. Play my song. I had caught this 
summer when it was hard for me. My name is Felicity. It was hard this summer. I was not a runner. I just lost my arm and I had to go to Wisconsin because that's where the famous thing, the hospital, and they glued it back on. No, they just took my head off. So that's what, that's what they did. They took my head off, took my stuff and now gave me new elastic. Hey everybody, it's Television Reviews and Summer Roundup <laughs> with summer Felicity. <laughs> anyway, I had a trying time this summer. I had to go to a hospital. My mom took me there. I was naked as the day I was sewn together. And then they, they put a rubber band around me with my arm on my stomach. And my uncle guy, he pushed my hair and he told, he kissed me on the forehead and said, you're going to be fine, Felicity. And then the lady at the counter, she said, she said, oh, she'll be fine. And God looked up, my <laughs> uncle God looked up at the woman at the American girl's door and he said, this is her third rehab. We hope it takes this time. And the woman, she looked at my mom and looked back at my uncle guy and she said, We'll take good care of her this time and get her clean. It was very funny because we're like, what? She just playing along. Anyway, so off in the box I go, and there was lots of thumpity bumping, and they put me in a pink gown. Thumpity bumpity 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 bumpity. Turns out how the fix me was this. I got to the hospital. I think it's wise that you stop singing, moms. I think that's a good decision because that could have gotten real funny. But anyway, you tell them why you had to send me to the hospital and I'll shut up. Okay, so we had to send, so we looked online on how to repair her arm. And it uh -huh. turns out that like there's a tie at the back of her neck. And you untie that tie and her head just pops right off. And you have to take the stuffing out of her body until it's completely flat. And then you can take the joints out of her, her arm. But that's what they do. So they took her head off and took all of her stuffing out. So I like watched Poor three vid I watched three videos of people repairing the arms of American girls and I looked at Rob and I'm like, I cannot take Felicity's head off and take I just can't do it. And he's like, Oh, hold on one second. I believe that's my landlord. So anyway, we sent her away and they send her back in a box that looks like a coffin. <laughs> I have it over there. And she has like a pretty, like really lovely gown on. They've cleaned and brushed and conditioned her hair. And they put like a little pink bow in the back. And they had little socks. And she has a hospital band that says American Girl Doll Hospital that I haven't taken off yet. And then she came back with like little little knit socks with an orange heart, like like little red hearts on the socks. Like it was so cute. But because I was so upset that I, Felicity was going to be out of town and I was alone and I was with Uncle Guy, who is not necessarily the best influence when oh it comes no. to <laughs> outlandish purchases, we ended up with a second American Girl doll in this house. Gang. His name is Logan. <gasps> I got Logan, everybody. plays the drums for an American girl named Keely. Keely thinks she's so cool, but Felicity can take her. Everybody, this is Logan. Hey, Logan. So Logan doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty shy. He just looks real creepy. But anyway, um, Buddy doesn't like Logan, but he's never liked Felicity either, but he's Buddy. not. But like, Logan is creepy. 
He's, he's a little creepy. He just sits and stares at you. He's like really cool. He's like that super cool. It's like, do you remember like those super cool dudes in high school who were super quiet and you were like super hot for them? Yeah. And then it just turned out that they're just like pretty awkward and don't have a personality. They have nothing to say. Nothing to say. That's how I feel I about the character him. of Mutt on uh, Shit's Creek that everyone was like, oh my God, he's so hot. But no, he's really just boring. He can be pretty, but that's it. That's it. Had a very trying summer, uh, so uh, she got back just in time for Game of Thrones. I did get back just in time for Game of Thrones. Yeah, what'd you think of that finale? I liked it, but there was some incest, and that was creepy. Hot <laughs> uncle, niece, what was it? What would they ended up being? Uh, aunt and nephew. Aunt and nephew, but we did get to see Jon Snow's that ass, that ass, oh, no. oh. Talking about Cheyenne Jackson. Now let's talk about the true king <laughs> of the Bootai, Aaron. It was not the <laughs> pain. <laughs> Just so we're clear, my landlord is totally in the back. <laughs> fixing the sink right now. Um, it was not. It wasn't. It wasn't the pain, but it was the pump that I could get on board with. Come on. Feel through it. Feel the, thank you, Felicity. I think that's enough. Anyway, I had to try in summer, but I made it. I survived. I almost sang a song, but we chopped it. So I love you. Bye. Everybody play my music. Bye now. Bye now. Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, we got to see John working out. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Those thighs. Yeah. And the muscle in the corner of the butt. It flexed and unflexed. And it flexed and Thanks, you waited all summer, folks. All summer. Yeah, so she. I loved Game of Thrones. I thought it was great. I did. This wasn't my favorite season. I think so, too. This was my favorite season before. Before. And Jafar as well. <laughs> oh, side note. The Aladdin. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, the Jafar the in, in the live there. action. J- <laughs> the live action Aladdin. The Jafar. I'm yeah. Team Jafar right now, everybody. Just so we're clear. Team Jafar, Team baby. Team Jafar. I mean, go ahead, Aladdin, Jasmine. Be pretty. Be adorable. But Jafar is nothing to shake a fist at. Oh, joy. Um, so yeah. what else? So Will and Grace comes back tonight. Or not tonight. Comes back whenever tomorrow. this airs. Tomorrow. No, Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday. No, no it's Monday. Oh, my God. You're so good looking. I'm so glad that things are working out for you. It's so fantastic. I don't know where I am right now. Yeah, so you're in Chicago. Um, the color on this wall is called pumpkin spice. And when we moved into this apartment in the year 2000, <laughs> that was a good choice. Now it's not. Agreeable gray is the choice of the season, everybody. Yeah, real estate's still happening. Still, still, She's still happening. slinging those houses, baby. Yeah, slinging them. But, uh, but yeah. So I think we should I think we should wrap this up. I think we should. Should we end with the song? What song do you want to do? So this summer, Aaron and I did lots of live shows at Davenport. Till 1.30 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, we sang from 10.30 to 1.30 in the morning. It was hard because most of the time we were both coming from the Nance. Yeah. Two out of the three, we were coming from doing the Nance. And we yeah. were both like... Mm-hmm. But we made it. We survived. And this was a tune that was um, the thing that was requested... Everyone wanted this. They wanted Everybody it. Everybody wanted this. So Aaron made it happen, so we'll share it with you guys. You are my fire, the one, 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 one. desire, believe when I say that I want it. 
it that way. But we are two worlds apart. Can't reach to your heart when you say I want it that way. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. Tell me why. And that's enough for this week's episode of Kiki and a Cop for this month, the centuries. <laughs> Who knows? I'm going to be back. We'll see you next Soon, time. I would like. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.